And I just saw that the, and we have this later in the hour, it's, it's on the grid for later, mm. this South Korean president visiting the White House broke into a rendition, his own, of American Pie to great fanfare. His Uncle Joe likes it. Is that why? Is Apparently that it's one of Biden's favorite songs. And mine. Look at you. Yeah. What, on the Biden train? What do I, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm on the Biden train. What do I have in common with Joe Biden? We both love American Pie. And that's about it. <laughs> mm. Do you know what Chris Dem said today? I walked in, he goes, what do you have in, have in common with Brittany Griner? Brittany Griner just gave a press conference. You know, she was the one held in the Russian prison for several months, and now she's back. She's going to be back with her WNBA team. She gave her first press conference since coming back from Russia, and she said, I never want to leave this country again. And Chris Tim said, you and Brittany Griner right. have a lot in common. You, never, you don't want to leave your state anymore. At this point, no. I said, I don't care if I ever leave you this. You might state. go one state south. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wife said, should we do this and that? I was like, I don't even care about leaving the state again. If I stayed right She on will here. for murder. She will. She told me, you know, she told me yesterday. The my, wife. My wife's a, she went to the Alec Murdoch trial. We, we chronicled that. But that was one state away. And it was uh, in doubt whether he would be innocent or guilty. And she wanted to be part of that, and you could literally drive down there. And when she told me she was going, I said, come on. <laughs> this is maybe the craziest thing I've ever heard. Come on. And, and she said, what's no, the difference? Really. I said, let's be serious. And she goes, no, I'm driving there on Wednesday or whatever it was, or I'm driving there Sunday. I'm going to stay for the trial Monday, Tuesday. And then she went back three separate occasions. I think it was the going back that really got to you. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I think one was like, you know, and as you've said, you made a financial error of your own. Oh, that's there it is. So you were like, okay, one time, you know what? It's her thing. She loves it. I'm Get not going to mess with system, it. Yeah. Get her, go ahead. So I think for one, uh, yep. one trip, yep. fine. fine. It was when she went back repeatedly. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. That you were. Yeah. I can't believe we're doing this. And she would say, I have to be there for closing arguments. Mm-hmm. And I would say, do you really have to be there for closing arguments? Now, she's told me in the last couple of days, and Biggie's right, I made a financial error last August that haunts me to this day. It has to do with pine straw. A lot of people a bring a significant it. sum of money. I Say no more. It. We I, know. I lost it. Okay, fine. I lost it. So, a self-imposed three-year hiatus on challenging anything she does financially. She says she's doing it. I say, fine. Now, she wants to go back. There's some sort of trial going on. The housekeeper, I, I don't know. It's it's something yeah. else. A business associate of, or someone who knew him or a best friend. The boat wreck, something. Yeah. She told me yesterday. She's like, I'm going back for that. I said, are you? Are you real? <laughs> I mean, come on. This is Now we're getting down to these little cases. It's like that really. I said, you can watch that on TV. It's not going to be on TV. And I said, you could watch it on YouTube. I bet they put it on YouTube somehow. You don't think Yo, TV would follow that? <laughs> I, she says no. Hmm. I'm I, not like gavel to gavel. She says no. Okay. So we had a little talk about that, and then she said, "And brace yourself, I'm flying to Idaho." <laughs> and I said, "Sweetheart, that case is across the country. You're gonna have to fly across to- the country. Like that's like three plane <laughs> swaps that, that, to get that, there. That's <laughs> exactly." And I said, "And." And I already know that they're going to find this guy guilty. It's not going to be. Yeah, there's no mystery on this no, one. We, we know what happened here. I, I, there's You don't need to be there for that. The other one, it was like, did he, didn't he, could he, couldn't he. Maybe I'm 95% sure they're going to find this guy guilty, even if they don't. 
You're going to go to Idaho for But that? I think clearly, you know, we, we're, we're not on the same wavelength. None of us in this room is on the same wavelength, same wavelength as your wife. That's but true. the buzz she gets from being in that room, you can't duplicate that. She said to me, what's the difference in me going to these trials and you going to a Red Sox game in Fenway Park? And all I could say was, I don't know, but there is a difference. <laughs> it just feels different. It does. Doesn't it? Doesn't it just feel <laughs> different than going to the draft yeah. or whatever yeah. you might go to. I mean, one, one is billed as entertainment. That's that's right. And I, and I, you know, I said to her on the, on this Idaho thing, I was like, you know, this is a really awful, I bet she's looking up Airbnbs out there. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just saw that a woman found another woman found another hidden camera in her Airbnb. She had rented an Airbnb and it was behind the shower somehow. I'm going to tell you, I don't know why we're shocked by these anymore. Well, yeah. Now it seems to be like all the time. You to hear, me, but, it's mm. a perv's way of perving. The rent per- out put, rent out a room in your house yeah get all the cameras you want in there yeah and then be like oh yeah i have an airbnb now Here's this yeah this woman uh she and her friends i think they were doing like a girl's week away or weekend and she found the camera here she is talking about it found the camera in the bathroom area 15 girls staying in a house for my friend's 30th birthday we just found out we were being watched in our airbnb in the bathroom one of the outlets was faced directly to the shower you can see in the top here, there's nothing. Looks totally normal. And then in the bottom one, look at that little camera. Anyway, we left the house, the cops searched the place, and they got him. And they're going to arrest that guy. Of course, that's voyeurism. Of course, yeah. That's, uh, staring mm. at people. What an invasion of your privacy. And who knows how long that's been going on before somebody discovers it, you know, with women renting out oh, places yeah. and then getting just, 15, 30-year-olds. <laughs> Man, that was That's Dave's dream. I mean, that, that you got. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're celebrating her thirtieth birthday. The yeah. risk worth the reward. Now look, or the reward worth the risk. <laughs> Dave won't watch you, but he'll definitely accidentally stumble up to your door. <laughs> oh, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. No, he would never do that. That's that's beyond. That's yeah. criminal. It's you over the line. Of course, that's over the line. But that must be a big house. You've got fifteen people mm-hmm. in the house all celebrating. Even if they double up, it's what yeah. seven bedrooms. Yeah, exactly. Well, I've seen some of these places because you know friends and I have looked at different vacation homes. That's right. Are you going to do what? that? Are you going out? Because last time we wanted to send you a mobility scooter. Well, no, I mean to Nashville. When you said yeah. you're going to no. Nashville, you're going to do it again. No, this, I'm just saying this is just in general, right? Through the years, yeah. And some of these places, like a four bedroom house, mm-hmm. but it'll sleep. 20 because in each bedroom they put four beds oh is that right uh, like double yeah. bunk beds and mm-hmm. stuff yeah for a big party so that's like exactly this. that's the way they so do that's it, how yeah. they do it is it might just be a four bedroom house mm-hmm. but everyone's literally quadrupled up i there was a thing recently uh, i was looking at that said like the weirdest things people have found in airbnbs and it's like handcuffs you know for sex and stuff like that you know they'll say and then one guy, the one that struck me, I wrote it down. It, a guy who rented out his home as an Airbnb had a logbook that you were supposed to sign and date when you defecated, so that he would know how much use his toilet was getting. Yeah. And so he and people would put in their name and date of when they went to the bathroom. And the guy put it up on whatever website, you know, was collecting this. Have you ever seen it? And he says, have you, anybody ever seen anything like this? It was called like the poo logbook. Log log <laughs> does he get his jollies off that way? I know. No one's not concerned I, about their plumbing. I, yeah. Why? What? You know, that was a really weird thing to me. But I mean, that was the weirdest. There was like the weird things you found in Airbnbs. And the weirdest was a logbook for mm. when you yeah. went a toozy 
on the master mm. bathroom toilet. Is that disgusting? Or yeah. To, to write that down. I mean, who would? And it was now, right may, next to the toilet. Unless it is, you know, maybe under doctor's advice. <laughs> well, but this was a. <laughs> I need to know the uh, <laughs> the color, the consistency. Yeah. Well, the, there's that. There's or, that. Yeah. Or if it's, you know, maybe it was. I, I don't know how they toilet train little kids now. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's one of those. Maybe they left it as kind of a joke. Maybe that's it. You but, know, but, uh, like my first poo. It maybe, but it seemed. How could it be anything but a joke? But it seemed it was like log here when you do a toozy. Unless it's on a septic system. Uh, maybe <laughs> that's needs true. To know how many oh, flushes? Maybe that's we what he's doing. We need to know who did this <laughs> when we're <laughs> yeah. when we're getting close to the the fill when, when she's full. When she's full, we have to know it. Also, uh, Chris Dim tells me I owe Biggie an apology. I told him yesterday. This was right after this program. We were talking about um, Walmart. I'm d- now three times. First, we did it on vacation. This sort of leads in from the Airbnb stuff. On vacation, because we didn't want to go in and have to waste time buying groceries, we scheduled that Walmart pickup. Pull into the parking spot, get your app or whatever, text them. They bring the groceries right to you. Now, Biggie's been telling me for years this is the only way to go. Yeah. Either have it delivered or go pick it up. Mm-hmm. I've never wanted to do it. I've always said, no, I'll shop. I want to be a shopper. You, you guys are shoppers. The way we're raised, Dave and I always talk about this. We're that's we're going to go in and shop for our groceries. But I'll have to tell you, we did it twice while on vacation to pick up groceries. And then once one week ago today. When I came back, we were it was move-in day back to our house after the kitchen was being redone. And my wife said, let's save some time. I'll put the grocery list. You just pull into the parking lot. Now, I had a little trouble, a little difficulty with it. But it even still saved me time because you just pull in there and they come right out with no charge and no tip. You know, it's free because they're trying to compete with Amazon. So I said to Chris Dim and Dave yesterday, I have to tell you, it is really convenient. And do you know what Chris Dim said? Is there anything you'd like to say to our friend Biggie? <laughs> After five to ten years of abuse? Come join me. <laughs> I want to apologize. He pioneered again. He's, he's Neil Armstrong. Once he's, again. He's the Wright Brothers. Once again. What did I call him? <laughs> this lazy slob won't even go into the grocery store. Yeah. He just sits in his car where they put it in the back. <laughs> you should hear all the things I oh, say about more you. More and more people are coming to my way. And too. now it seems like, yeah, now you get a taste of it. You're like, well, I just saved myself a half hour mm-hmm. yeah. and didn't have the hassle of any of this stuff. And it's paid for yeah. online and they just bring it right out to me. The only thing is sometimes they will forget something. Or have a replacement item yeah. or something. Right? This week they forgot uh, I needed some uh, rye bread mm-hmm. and uh, they forgot that. So mm-hmm. I didn't have rye bread for my tuna. Oh, no. Mm. Listen low to sodium what, tuna. No, you're... That's so sad. Low, yeah. low so So that happens. But I'll tell you what's easy. <laughs> On rye bread. You just click missing item. They refund they you come, immediately. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dave said to me, don't you want to look at and feel your produce? And I said, joke's on you. We don't need any produce. Mm-hmm. Boom. It's all boxed. <laughs> it's all boxed in my yeah. house. Check and mate. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is always his go-to. But my produce. I know. I know. <laughs> and Chris Tim said, don't you want to apologize to our dear friend? I have to apologize. Here you are. A pioneer, a leader, mm-hmm. and what do I do? What a slob. Mm-hmm. Look at it, won't even get out of his car. <laughs> Lazy. And then today, I'll tell you this. I have, and Biggie says I'm on the wrong side of history on this. I've never seen Jerry Springer at all. Not one time have I watched a Jerry Springer show. None of this stuff. So I, today, of course, in the wake of Jerry Springer's death yesterday. This, is, this has hit the country hard. It, it has. <laughs> it has. And I didn't realize how big Jerry Springer is. And out of nowhere, he passes away, you know, at age 79. Now he had a brief bout of pancreatic cancer, which I didn't know. And that's no one did. Only, apparently only his family. He didn't even tell friends. Okay. He said he didn't want to burden them with it. Okay. Yeah. 
So today, I'm seeing a lot of clips of the Jerry Springer show. And we're listen, we're going to go entail on this obituary in an hour. We have, I've got it on the grid for an hour from now. Dave needs to be here for this, okay? He's been on it. He's on it. And I, I said to Biggie, I said, you know, Biggie, the more I look at this, the more it seems like this is really trashy television. <laughs> and uh, Biggie said, don't you dare do that today. Not today. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Don't you? Don't be one of those. You sound like my teachers in high school. <laughs> I understand when you go home, you're watching Jerry Springer. And let me tell you, that is the worst thing. I'm, okay. Well, it's interesting. Springer himself was like, I know this is trash. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he was like, I, he I know this is trash. This yeah. is just, you know, it's it's funny. It's trashy. We're yeah. doing it. Whatever. He, he's, he didn't take himself too seriously, it didn't seem. Oh, yeah. I, I've got many Jerry Springer moments in my life mm. uh, he was part of my first scam where i got scammed out of something he was yep after his show became a success yes. they released the uncensored jerry springer videos <laughs> yes and uh we my friends we got scammed one night leaving mm. the coliseum right you bought after a wrestling match we bought from some dude on the street selling them <laughs> mm-hmm. we all Too chipped hot in for TV. Yeah. <laughs> he took advantage of four horny 15 year old boys yes and they weren't really jerry springer nope, it was a blank vhs tape that's all mm-hmm. it was it was nothing and he sold it oh to yeah him. we bought it right there we all pitched in five oh, bucks man. and then smuggled it in, in one of our parents vans so you know they couldn't see it don't you <sighs> you're on top of the world for oh, a moment I oh know. we were for 20 minutes don't you hate and that we race down to his basement and we're like yes put we're it in and boobs. nothing do you know what i did one time you told me that story once before and it reminded me of this my friend brian thomas and i were leaving a college basketball game that had been played here and we were waiting outside for autographs from players and i think we even got a couple they were walking by to the bus and we'd stick it in the, you know our our autograph book in their hands and they'd sign it and somebody came up to us and said he worked for television and he wanted to get our phone numbers so that we could be like correspondents for him. Now, we were 14. Oh, my God. <laughs> but the guy goes, I really want the, uh, uh, we're doing a youth segment, and I really want you guys because you seem so knowledgeable about basketball because we were talking about the game and everything. And uh, so we gave him our n- names, phone number, addresses. And of course, ne- we never heard anything from him again at all. And I was like, wonder why. Now, years later, I'm like, wonder why. Mm-hmm. He, I think he wanted like us to capture us. I think he wanted to like be with us mm-hmm. and was a pervert. Yeah. Put you in a van. Yeah, put yeah. us in a van somewhere and was a pervert. Try to trick you into going to meet him somewhere. Yeah, yeah, but very he, much so. And so, I mean, and now looking back on that, this was many, many what years. If he ever drove past your houses. I don't know, but we did. Heads gave me your address. We gave him everything. <laughs> yeah, we did. We gave him everything he wanted. I surely he uh, was interested more in my friend than me, but uh, but, but he even still. I know, I know, but it was now looking back, it's like that's a scary moment. At age know? fourteen, yeah, thirteen, fourteen. I remember when I was 13, I, my buddy Craig Simmons, I've told you about him, his family had the sailboat. Yes, and uh, they we would kind of on the summers we would sail. He would take me on these trips with his family was which was awesome up and down the intracoastal waterway right virginia maryland delaware yeah and we stopped somewhere in maybe maryland mm-hmm. and the, the the adults were on the boat doing whatever they do and it was just me and craig two 13 year olds just wandering the streets right yeah this little coastal which town. is what you did then you know yeah, of course yeah, nobody saw nobody blinked right and there were these guys kind of smoking along a wall like a low rock wall mm-hmm. and they were, it was like in front of a church building, and the, the water was kind of behind it. And they were like, hey, man, you want to come see what's behind the church? And my buddy Craig's like, sure. And I'm like, 
No. You knew better. You knew better. At age 13, yeah. Like, yeah. no, we're not going behind the church to see what you got. At that there. time, I probably would have been like him. I'd have been like, yeah, man, what do you got? What do you, mm-hmm. let me see. You know, I, I just didn't know. Um, even my, your parents say never go with oh, a stranger, yeah. but to leave us out like that. And but at this basketball game, he, we wanted the autographs. His parents had driven us to the Coliseum. They were out front. They were like, "When you guys are done, just come on around the Coliseum, and we'll pick you up." Mm-hmm. We were out there probably thirty minutes trying to get autographs. This guy just sidled up right next to us and said, mm-hmm. "I do a local." He goes, "I do a television thing on cable, which was like new, and we want I want you guys." And he wrote our names and everything else. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. But see, we were from Ashboro, which was forty minutes from the Coliseum. Yeah, that's too far to drive. <laughs> Need some local boys. Exactly. That one's a little chunky anyway. <laughs> exactly. Now, Brian was good looking, but I was a little chunky. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, by the time we got to high school, he didn't hang around with me anymore. We were middle school at that point. <laughs> but we got to high school, he, no, he was in the cooler yeah. kids. So, anyway, Jerry Springer. I saw uh, somebody post it. This is the best Jerry Springer ever. And, I mean, there are hundreds of these, of course, because of the type of show he did. Oh, yeah. So, I was watching this. And this guy comes out and he says he has hooked up with a girl online on MySpace. And he's so into her and she's beautiful and got beautiful red hair. And yet he hasn't met her in person. And so anybody's proclaimed his love for her. So Jerry says, all right, she's here. You go backstage. We're going to meet her. Mm-hmm. She comes out. And I mean, she's clearly a guy. There's no, oh. I mean, there's no question about it, that she's mm-hmm. a guy. And she admits to Jerry, I'm a man. And so Jerry says, all right, let's break it to the guy gently. They bring him back out, and the two are sitting there, and we pick it up there, and the kid who's interested in her, and he's young, you know, 20 years old, and he says, I really want to date you. I really want us to be Mm -hmm. uh, together. We're soulmates. So listen to what happens, the surprising part of this here, after he tells her we should be together. It's kind of nervous on national TV, I know, but, like, I wanted to ask, like, maybe, like, you know, you could be my girlfriend. Well, Brad, I have to tell you, I'm a man. <laughs> now, he just stares at her, and the audience is like, whoa, you know. Here it comes. Here it got right. I'll try anything once. And then they kiss. He goes, I'll try anything once, and they start kissing, like deeply. And the crowd, listen to the crowd now. They just... And, these two are making out two guys <laughs> and Jerry just puts the microphone down like, Oh my God, you know, how can, how can this be? And the look on the kid's face, but clearly it's, it's all an act. Yeah. But the crowds, oh, I mean, they go nuts for this. And I said to Biggie, this is trashy. This oh, is trashy. Television. This is awful television. I, I would almost bet that that mm-hmm. show is the first time I ever saw like a man dressed as a woman. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. And where now I always thought but it's oh, obvious, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was obvious. Yeah. But back, you know, but I'd be like, Oh my God, I know. how this guy not know that's clearly, you know, yeah. but you're, yeah. you're 13 you're I know. 12, you're th- and you're buying into every bit of it. The first time I saw a man dressed as a woman, my friend, Brian Thomas and I were going to the Randolph mall, probably mm-hmm. about the exact same time. And there was a man clearly dressed, clearly a man dressed as a woman out front on the stoop, smoking a cigarette. Mm -hmm. And we just stopped and stared at him like he was a zoo animal. Mm -hmm. I mean, we just were like, you know, at age Mm -hmm. 13, we were like, what is this? You know, Mm -hmm. what's going Mm -hmm. on? And he looked like this person on Jerry Springer. And we went and hung out at the mall for hours where we were just ripe for the picking. Mm -hmm. Well, and that was the big thing, too, is, you know, when it aired, 
that's why that that too hot for TV video was so yes because everything was blocked out. But yes. it was just so shocking even then. Yeah, right. You're like oh my god, this is the middle of the day. I know, and there's people fighting and girls have their oh boobs my god. Out. I know, and I remember the guy that sold us a video missing teeth and stuff. And yeah, you didn't. He care. was like, uh, the, and I remember his line was, "He's like biggest boobs you've ever seen." <laughs> what did you pay Biggie again? We paid. Tw- Twenty dollars, mm-hmm. which was at the time a lot of money. Was, yeah, for especially for us, we had all pitched mm-hmm. in five bucks. Yep, for you to get these tapes. Matt, you wanted to comment on Jerry Springer, who passed away yesterday. Go ahead. Yeah, not Jerry himself, but the guy that used to come on and do the weddings mm-hmm. on the spot uh, was a real pastor. And my wife and I were living in Milwaukee at the time and getting married. And we had just looked up a pastor in the phone book. There was none local in Milwaukee. We called one out of Chicago. And when he came up, we realized we are getting married by the guy that does the wedding. So the Jerry Springer, the Jerry Springer <laughs> pastor married you. <laughs> were, did, when you saw him, were you like, mm, is this legit? I had to look it up to yep. make sure it was real. And we were for real married. Exactly. Right. You want to think, are you legit or are you not legit? You're still married, I guess. We're still married. Then it worked, you know. That's right. Thank you, Matt. Hilarious.